0: by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.
1: Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, this is The Good News Show.
2: And good afternoon and welcome to The Good News Show here on this very cold and dreary Monday afternoon but it is Thanksgiving week so we will not let that damper our spirits at all. It's actually kind of nice that it's cold on Thanksgiving week. I want to say last year it was not. It was pretty warm. Uh, My name is Cicely Anderson and I am stepping in for Dave Palmer today. Normally I am the producer and I just add some commentary here or there but Dave is out today uh, and the reason for that I'll explain in just a moment Uh, but we have a great show lined up today, and I'm going to have some help from some other GRN staff, uh, volunteers and friends here in just a few minutes as well. I'll introduce them. Um, but today we have, uh, on the second half, a very special and interesting guest. Um, Dan Lipinski, who is a former U.S. congressman, is going to be on the line because he is going to be accepting an award for this, uh, upco- for the, uh, Authentic Leadership Award, which is with the Authentic Leadership Foundation that Darren Smith runs here in the area. And it's the first time they're doing that award and he's going to be in north texas in december to receive that award and it's going to be an opportunity if you can go and see as well i think dr edward shree is going to be speaking at that same event so it's going to be quite an interesting evening so we're going to talk a little bit about him uh, and also what he thinks authentic leadership is after being 16 years as a congressman in chicago so should be an interesting conversation. And uh, before that, in about 15 minutes or so, we're going to be talking to Shelley Craig about the Memorial Arch in downtown Dallas. That is with the Faith and Grief Ministry. And it's going to talk about how you can remember your loved ones this holiday season. So we'll be doing that in a little bit. But before all of that, there are lots of things to talk about. It's a busy holiday week. And next week is also busy. It's share a uh, But first, I want to introduce two of the people in the studio with me today. Uh, first off, uh, the Standing Producer, who is actually the uh, GRN production manager, I want to say that's your title, right?
3: Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> that's, that's Manny it, that's
2: Ortiz. It. Hello, Manny, how Hello. are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, isn't it so great that you know you've been producer of a life lived joyfully for a few months now and yeah. finally you got to do the big show oh yeah the good big new show, show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah i'm in
3: the big time now you're in the
2: big time now <laughs> absolutely so he's he's joining us today uh and is running the board for me so that i don't have to do two things at once which is go. super helpful um oh and then also i want to introduce william uh, kirkendall who is our wonderful production intern hello william how are you doing
4: i'm doing very well Cecil how are you
2: <laughs> great and uh, so uh why are you missing we're missing dave and diane today normally they're around uh dave is out today because if you remember last week, us mentioning that his stepfather had passed away, uh, Jim Brady. So if you'd like to please pray for the soul of Jim Brady and also for his whole family, especially his mom. in this time the funeral is today. I think it already happened and they're just uh, spending some time together. So um, please keep them in their prayers. Uh, so that's why Dave is not here today. And also Diane has been, uh, very ill with a flu, the into pneumonia. Uh, but I think she's on the men now. Uh, so just pray that she's able to rest and recover and come back and join us, uh, soon in the future. Um, so we'll keep lots of people in prayers this week. Uh, this weather has not been helpful for the illnesses at all. At all. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's crazy that we're at this time of the year already. Uh, it's, it seems like it gets really, really busy and then it gets very quiet once the actual holidays, uh, hit. But this last weekend, I, I got the opportunity to stay up all night long, which is uh, not something I've done since my college days and doing homework. <laughs> ouch, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. But it was for um, the lock in for life. Have you all ever heard of that before? I haven't, no. no. Okay, so nope. it is something that the Forward Diocese does with their um, youth ministry and as well as with, in conjunction with the Right to Life ministry, where youth from across the diocese come in and the first half of the night they go to Mass. They get to go to all of these um, pro-life talks, Mm -hmm. so about, they get to find out exactly what abortion procedures there are, so they get to the really raw truth of it. They find out about the legislation that's going on Mm -hmm. and what led up to the reversal of Roe, and then also what's ongoing, what we still need to fight for, and also Mm -hmm. from sidewalk counselors that get to hear from that as well. Um, There's also adoration an hour of adoration and also a live sonogram Ooh, so they got to see a okay. little that's baby cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's something that's uh that was really good that they were able to arrange that it doesn't always happen but uh some, you mean uh, like
3: there's a there's like a, a lady, lady yeah. expecting yes and like, do the yes sonogram? yes oh, it was from so cool. they were from
2: mid cities uh uh, women's clinic in Dallas and I don't want mm-hmm. to say it's Dallas maybe before my bad maybe but they, <laughs> but they got to come and and so we got to see and it was a very active little baby don't know yeah. the gender yep but mm-hmm. he or she was uh just dancing up a storm in there yeah, for yeah. like <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock too yeah. so it was,
3: oh, wow. <laughs> oh gosh that would be kind of strange like <laughs> yeah. we reveal the gender there yeah, and yeah, yeah. And
2: was like, <laughs> they did do that one year oh really? they, the, the parents wanted that but this time oh, the, okay. the husband and wife are there and they got yeah. to see and they had it up on the screen and so it was really really good after her learning all this information mm-hmm. and hearing about when these different abortions procedures can happen at uh, like w- when seeing a, a baby at you know i think it was 15 weeks. Yeah. And wow, yeah. seeing the heartbeat, seeing the little mm-hmm. brain and the mm-hmm. lungs moving. It was super oh, yeah. beautiful to see all the kids. And they were all like, oh, it's so <laughs> cute. Um, and then after that, it's just a party of playing yeah. games, watching movies, doing mm-hmm. sports tournaments. And that's when you just drink all the coffee as oh, a chaperone. All,
3: all night long. <laughs> all right? night
2: long. You're drinking a lot of coffee. Uh, I was, uh, my friend and I sh- chaperoned it for our parish because we were like, well, we're the single young adults who don't have families to take care of the next day. So mm-hmm. who cares about our sleep schedule? <laughs> <laughs> we're going and do that and i was like oh i really hope i can still stay up all night but well, we did it we did it and it was it was very beautiful nice. it's a very important thing um but let's talk about thanksgiving it's happening this week uh mm. what are you all have what do you all plan william
4: yeah so we are going to our aunt and uncle's house um and our cousin's house they host thanksgiving every year actually they host all the holidays except for easter <laughs> we host easter but they're very big party people so they host just about everything and my uncle really likes making the turkey so we're going over there to do that uh this year
2: that's awesome what about you manny
4: oh yeah no we're just gonna be sticking
3: around here just to be the family probably just a couple of our couple of us families and that's pretty much it i mean because my family is so spread out all over the u.s montana mm, california oh my nevada <laughs> south texas wow. panhandle texas so it's like I don't know. To get everybody together is tough. So, but yeah, this, this year, is. we're all just going to kind of be on our own.
2: Yeah. Bases, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's nice sometimes, I feel like, to have the bigger celebrations. It's nice sometimes to have the smaller celebrations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes exactly. you haven't even gotten a chance to catch up with your immediate family mm-hmm. on life that's happening. So yeah, right. it's that's kind right. of nice, especially as like kids get older and things. Uh, my family, or, well, so the kids are hosting Thanksgiving this year, which yeah. seemed like such a great idea uh, like a month ago. Mm-hmm, <laughs> now I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up with two turkeys because, uh wow. couldn't find the one turkey that was big enough and so yeah, yeah. now we're apparently one of my friends has like this roaster thing that's not in the <laughs> oven and don't really know how that's yeah, gonna go yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it should be thoroughly entertaining uh, and if yeah. nothing else but cool. um do y'all have favorite thanksgiving food
4: oh um my grandmother yeah. makes really good mashed potatoes, oh, so I'm going to uh, go with yeah, the mashed yeah, potatoes. Yeah. All right. What yeah, about
3: you? And I have to say, I know I'm a, you know I'm not a really big turkey fan, but I like I love the ham. The ham, you know? is good, too. I there love you the go. Yeah, the yeah. ham. You know, great. it's
2: so funny. I feel like turkey is always the quote unquote the main star, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't no, actually yeah. like turkey. No, it's, no, it's yeah. weird. No. Although yeah. you have my brother who does not like ham at all. He despises oh, right. ham. Oh, wow. <laughs> Quite literally, when my sister is like, huh. I texted our family child, like I picked up the ham. He like disliked it. He was like, no, boo. Interesting. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> is that, oh yeah it's a season of Thanksgiving um and if you are thankful for Catholic radio do you see my little segue here mm-hmm. uh, next mm-hmm. week is our Christmas Share-a-thon. I know that sounds very backwards we're celebrating Thanksgiving and we're going to be getting into the season of Advent and uh, we are going to be having our Christmas charathon. uh it's gonna start on tu- next Tuesday which mm-hmm. is December sorry November 29th yes and it'll go until Friday December 2nd mm-hmm. and
3: okay.
2: the theme is come let us adore him Yes. So it's going to be a lot of talk about adoration. That's right. Which right. Is awesome. Mm. Uh, love being able to do that. And uh, if you want to be the very first caller on Tuesday morning, there's a little bit of a competition between the different markets. Who's going to be the first caller? <laughs> Last <laughs> Share-a-thon, I will say. Fall Share-a-thon. North Texas, we got the first caller. You kind of have to oh, call wow. a little before yeah. 7 a.m. to do that. But uh, if you want to call in next week, I'm going to give you the phone number so you can write that down and be ready. It's 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. I just got like shot to like Sharathon future. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also on Thursday, December 1st, we are going to be hosting the call center for the shareathon in North Texas. So if you have always been interested in volunteering for, uh, Guadalupe radio, i uh, want to see the studio, meet some new Catholic friends, and also get some delicious food, take calls from donors, uh, we would love to have you. I still have a couple positions open for both of our shifts. share is 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and we have two shifts. We have a morning shift that goes from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., and an afternoon shift that goes from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. So I still have, I think, about two, I'd say two for each of those shifts uh to come in and it's a lot of fun the christmas marathon's extra fun i pull out the christmas hats <laughs> which surprisingly nice. despite me being the one who loves hats the christmas hats existed before my time uh, they've been here forever yeah, yeah. i don't know where they came from but we have a lot of them so if you want to come and have a fun time and support catholic radio with your time we would be greatly appreciate it um please. and this is
4: the last one in there in the studio it, in the yes, studio, Lord in this studio. Willing, it That's should be right. the very last one yeah. in the mm-hmm.
2: studio so if you want to see it thanks for bringing that up william It's a good opportunity to say goodbye to the studio Mm -hmm. because, Lord willing, if you've not heard, we are going to be moving in January sometime. Mm-hmm. We're not entirely sure when. We'll see There's a big question mark, I think, on that. Uh, but they really want us out of this building because they are going to build condos. And currently, they can't do that because we're here. Yes, <laughs> so yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but our new building really beautiful. The suite number is 910. So uh-huh.
3: it's
2: kind of a Go. God thing for sure. Yeah. So. Until
3: we're getting close because they've got the bulldozers, they've got the utility guys coming <laughs> yeah. out already. And all I'm like, please remember we're in getting this building. Like,
2: please remember we're here. Please don't knock <laughs> us down while we're here. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be moving. So if you want to come see it um, and volunteer that. Day again, Thursday, December 1st, either from 7 to 1 or 1 to 7, you can email us kath at grnonline.com kath at grnonline.com and uh, just say that you want to sign up for one of those two shifts and we would love to have you. I'm always jealous because Dave has the name Dave. Dave Palmer Mm. at grnonline.com He can give his email out all the time. Mm -hmm. Gets all the emails. Mm -hmm. I try to give out my email, (laughs) Sissel at (laughs) grnonline.com Everyone's like, C-I-C-I? C. C-I? I'm C-I. like, <laughs> yes. oh, my never mind. I'll just make life easy for everyone. That's why we have the KTH emails because of me. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Um, and for those of you who maybe are not familiar with Manny and Life Live Joyfully, mm. Manny, do you want to talk real quick about... Your history coming back to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, I don't know if you've been on the Good News Show before to talk about it. I don't think
3: I have, no. I mean, uh, yeah, so, you know, I I was brought on uh, at the beginning just for a life, live joyfully to to produce that show, which uh, we were, yeah, creating that. I think the first day of airing that was June the 14th or 13th, I want to say. But we, you know, I came on on April to start planning the show. So, yeah, but it's a great show. It comes on in the afternoons, three to four, Monday through Friday. We got some great hosts. We got Father Sam Medley on Mondays. Mark Houck on Tuesdays, uh, Father Samuel does Wednesdays and Thursdays, also and of course the Mons- Monsignor Pope on Fridays. Yeah, woo-woo. So yeah, it's a great show. It's about you know, it's uh, the tagline says it all. You know, it's exploring the call to uh, exploring the the life of the life of the call to holiness and the life of virtue. Says so how do you put everything into practice? Here, okay, you know, yeah, you got your faith, but how do you put it into into practice in the real world, you know. So, mm, so yeah, awesome. kind of like a big thing. San Jose Maria talked about too. So,
2: oh yeah, ahead. absolutely. And you know, this is not your first time with the Guadalupe Radio Network. You previously have worked for us. Like, when did you? When was your first start? Like the oh first gosh,
3: time. Uh, probably like three months after they opened the station wow. or started the station. I started working. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, uh, I remember the first thing I went to was a um, oh gosh, what's Edward Verastigi was doing a oh, promo hey, here. Hey. And I went to that promo and that was like, maybe the first week I had been working. My That's wife was, we're, we're about to have our first child, or um, no, our second child. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was amazing. But, and you've yeah, come full circle,
2: time. come back, and now yeah, working yeah. full-time as GRN production manager, mm-hmm. mostly handling a life of Joyfully, but also helping us with the ambassador program and a lot of other things, right. share and just, just getting to do everything. And currently without a home uh, office. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's the yeah. real reason we're moving. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's Mandy like, doesn't like, have an office. room,
3: you know, the, the, the floor, the uh studio it just depends what's going on
2: <laughs> manny takes it very well for being booted from one office to the next <laughs> he's just like oh can't be be here anymore i told him we need to get one of those standing walking desks you know there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness so oh, that's awesome so uh we're gonna get our first guest on the line here in just a minute but i was gonna ask you william i mean first off we had christ the king sunday this last uh weekend and uh this next weekend is the first Sunday of Advent. Did you realize that? I
4: did, yes. Yeah,
2: so, have you? Do you do anything special during the Advent season? I think it's the season that probably in the church is the most overlooked season, oftentimes, just simply because yeah. it's for overshadowed everywhere else by Christmas. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, it's the beginning of the it's the beginning of the new calendar year in the church. Um, uh, like, I mean. Yeah, I, I do think it is very overlooked. Uh we had our our pastor gave a sermon on Sunday about penance and preparing us for Advent because Sunday was yesterday was the last Sunday before Advent. So, getting us ready to um just getting us ready to do the the penance for the coming of our Lord and and that celebration is good. We don't uh have like any we used to do we used to do things like you'd um I, I can't remember uh I can't remember what it was called, but we would do penances, and then we'd um we'd put like a piece of straw in like the manger, and then we'd like create mm. the manger at the uh uh by christmas or something like that
2: that's cute yeah
4: we're <laughs> we're a little bit older now, so our, most of us are, so we kind of just do the do the penances, do the fasting, et cetera on our own. Uh, my little brothers might do something but yeah yeah it's it's usually just we we just try to try to do the penitential stuff during the penitential seasons and then Celebrate the holiday when it when it comes. Yeah, it, it comes pretty fast. It so. does. It's gonna
2: be here before we know <laughs> before it. Before we know it. Yeah. <laughs> so last year, scary.
4: last year I was doing all the penances for Advent. And I was like, wow, that passed by really, (laughs) really 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 fast.
2: I know. It's crazy that we're almost there. Yeah, I've heard some of of my favorite, I think, traditions that I think I've heard some people do is, you know, keeping baby Jesus out of the nativity scene until Christmas is a fun one. We unintentionally did that here in the office last year because I could not find baby Jesus. So, (laughs) the problem is is that when Christmas came around, I also still did not have baby Jesus. But (laughs) it's okay. We made it work. So, (laughs) something to think about. Advent just around the corner. uh, Start figuring out what you plan well and know what you're going to do. I Mm -hmm. also, I'm saying this to myself, really. <laughs> uh, anyhow, this is the Good News Show. Uh, I'm Cecil Anderson. I'm hosting today on behalf of Dave, and uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce our first guest today, uh, Shelly Craig, who is the Program Director for Faith and Grief um, Ministry that is helping people going through those rough times. And I imagine as we're coming into the holiday season, this is one of those really rough uh, periods, but there's a memorial arch that is going to be happening here in Dallas. at Clyde Warren Park uh, is a place of hope and comfort to remember your loved ones who have died by writing their name on a ribbon and tying those ribbons to the arch as a symbol of remembrance. And we are blessed to have Shelly on the phone with us right now to talk a little bit more about this and maybe just grief in general in this holiday season. So uh, Shelly, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Rachel, thank you so much for having me. Um, It's been uh, such a gloomy day here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but um, it's also a time of Thanksgiving Mm. and hope, and that's what we hope the uh, Faith and Grief Memorial Arch offers our community each year.
2: Absolutely. You are the program director at Faith and Grief. Do you mind just briefly talking about what Faith and Grief does and then also um, a little bit about how you got into this particular ministry?
1: Sure. Um, Faith and Grief was started a little over 10 years ago here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We offer uh, grief support programs uh, both locally, uh, where we partner with local churches and nonprofit organizations, and online. Um, during the pandemic, we, like so many others, um, took advantage of having our programs uh, moved to online, and we've continued that. Um, and we've been fortunate these last few years to still continue to have the Faith and Group Memorial Arch which was started um, in 2016 um, in response uh after the uh tragedy we had here in the Dallas area where five uh five first responders were killed after a vigil in March um, and uh, we felt that the families um, as they got towards the holidays may need a place to still continue to grieve, uh, remember their loved ones, and that's how the arch was born. And we've uh, this will be our seventh annual uh, arch. And this is just one of uh, the programs that we offer the community uh, during the traditional uh, winter holidays as a place to come, remember their loved ones. And just take a moment in the busyness of uh, the holiday season. And remember those that we
2: love. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, So the website is faithingreece.org and they have uh, more information about the arch there. It starts, is it right, November 27th and it goes through December 18th. So it kind of covers this uh, in between Christmas and Thanksgiving time. Uh, What exactly do people need to do if they want to participate in this? Is there a particular uh, way that they need to go about getting their names of their loved ones on there?
1: Sure. They can come uh, to Clyde Warren Park. Uh, we're open, uh, the arch is open every day between November 27th and the 18th. Uh, they can come, write the name of a loved one on a ribbon, and the ribbon then they can tie that onto the arch. Um, they can also, if they're not able to make it or they're out of uh, driving distance or listening uh, distance, um, they can actually go to our website, faithandgrief.org slash arch, And you can request a ribbon be written for you. Mm. Uh, We have a great team of volunteers who will write the names out for us uh, as well. So there's a couple options there. Mm,
2: Absolutely. And obviously this is happening, like you mentioned, in the midst of this holiday season where I think sometimes grief can really come to the forefront when you're remembering past holidays with your loved ones. What do you, it's not just the people who have lost someone in the last year, I imagine, that are doing this, but it's people who have, it's in the past few years, obviously it's been a past interesting few years, so maybe the grief hasn't properly been processed at this point. Um, But how do you see this as bringing a comfort to those people who are uh, struggling with the loss of a loved one?
1: Well, you know, like you said, the holiday season so many times can uh, bring back uh, memories, Uh, Traditions may have to change based on uh, the loved one who's died. Um, And so so many times the arch and just uh, getting support for uh, the grieving process can be a healing and uh, comforting place. Uh, We really believe that the Holy Spirit brings us together and we are supposed to grieve in community. Um, We know doing this all by ourselves is probably not the healthiest way mm. to grieve. Though grief is very unique and individual to the person. Um, so it it always lies in this kind of strange place. Um, it is a state of being, as I say many times. Um, and like you said, you may have someone who's died just recently, but you may have experienced grief for many, many years after the death of a loved one. And um, the holidays tend to just to remind us of those things. It's also the time of year we're in this about to be in the preparation of season of Advent, Mm -hmm. preparing um, for uh, the celebration of Jesus's birth. And it's also this time we all kind of reflect at the end of the year. And so many times in the busyness of our lives, we may not remember every minute of the day about our loved one, but we slow down during this time a bit and we get the opportunity to remember uh, those memories and the arts just gives people a physical tangible place to come and remember mm. their loved ones.
2: Absolutely. And of course, in this, uh, in this time in the church in November, it's a month where we remember all the souls of the lost ones, our lost ones, and we pray sure. for them. And so I think this is another beautiful way. Obviously, you don't have to be Catholic to participate in this, but it is a way that, um, you can also remember to pray for your loved ones as well, um, and kind of have that moment where you can, when you're putting on the ribbon or, and see it as you pass by, it's an opportunity to pray for all those souls as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. We see that uh, expressed constantly at the Arch. Folks will come, write the name. They'll always take a moment and, and sit, pray, think about their loved one. We're, we're blessed in the sense that we get to hear so many of the stories that they mm-hmm. want to share. And uh, it's just a real honor to be able to be there and witness uh, with them, witness their grief and the struggle that they may be experiencing. Mm
2: -hmm, Absolutely. I'm curious, since uh, this is the seventh year you all are doing this, uh, I'm trying to picture, I think there are some pictures on the website, but I'm trying to picture exactly what this arch looks like. How many Mm -hmm. ribbons do you estimate you all get each year? Um, We usually, we get thousands. Wow. (laughs) Um,
1: And uh, each year, you know, even um, in uh, the holiday season of 2020, uh, we did not know what, Uh, that was going to look like, but we had hoped that it being an outdoor activity would still give people, um, the opportunity. And that was probably uh, one of our biggest years because uh, one folks wanted to be outside. They wanted to do something physical and remember their loved ones. And since we couldn't all be together, like families weren't able to get together, um, this gave them a place to do that. So many people will come write a name and they'll take a a selfie with their ribbon Mm. and then send it out to all the family, you know, and that's just a really neat way for them to connect. Mm. Um, yeah, we get thousands of ribbons every year. Um, Usually around 5000 <laughs> Wow, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I just want to remind everyone that we're talking to Shelly Craig, the Program Director at Faith and Grief. You can visit their website, faithandgrief.org. You'll also find out the information about the Memorial Arch that is uh, at Clyde Warren Park in downtown Dallas, running November 27th through the 18th, December 18th. So um, you have some time to go out there and put a ribbon on with your loved one's name. Or like she, uh, Shelly mentioned, you can go to the website and they can put one on for you as well. A uh, great opportunity to be able to continue to remember your lost loved ones. Um, I think it's it's also so beautiful that people are able to maybe when I think sometimes, like you kind of mentioned, grief is very individual. So it can take years okay. for things to pro- process and it could take, you know, less time for some people. But I think there is a point I lost my mom three years ago. There's a point where you're like, oh, I shouldn't I should you know not have to still be grieving or I sh- you feel like you sh- or you're on some sort of timeline, which you're not. Um, but I think it's a great way that people who don't want to kind of always have to express in outwardly to all their friends and family, but they can go out and do this act to kind of remember a loved one.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you know, rituals are so important to the grieving process and that can be, you know, attending services, funerals, things like that. But so many times once we get past the first year or two, and I'm so sorry to hear about your mom. Thank you for sharing that. Um, there aren't as many ways to recognize and memorialize our loved ones. And so we've always hoped that this gives folks a place to do that. And as you mentioned, uh, everybody will grieve differently. There's not one way to do this. Um, We hope that as people grieve, they find support, whether it's in family and friends or something like one of our programs, um, or even uh, information online. Um, we started the Faith and Grief podcast uh, right in the middle of the pandemic as a way for people to connect. And just like your program here, uh, any information that we can provide to support those who are grieving mm-hmm. is just part of our mission.
2: That's awesome. Uh, we just have a couple of minutes remaining, but uh, obviously the Memorial Arch is just a small portion of what you all do. Um, can you talk a little bit more about Faith and Grief and some of the other programs you all will be offering in maybe the upcoming year? And, uh, yeah, just anything that you might want listeners to know about.
1: Sure. Um, we offer, uh, both here in the DFW area and around the country, um, our grief support gathering. We actually have one that meets um, – December 14th and meets once a month at St. Mark's Evangelist uh, there in Plano and many other uh, organizations around the DFW area. But we also have one that meets online if that's more convenient for folks. And that's just an hour long um, grief support program where folks can tell the stories of their loved ones. Um, it's wrapped in liturgy. So um, there's time for prayer and connection We also offer an eight-week workshop that meets for eight sessions in a row. That uh, next one, we'll have one starting in January online and a couple in the DFW area starting in February in person. And we also offer weekend retreats. Uh, Here in Texas, we meet uh, in the Hill Country for a weekend getaway, and that uh, next retreat will be in February, and then we have one coming up uh, in North Carolina in March uh and we offer those around. We also partner with uh churches and nonprofits to offer our program to train their lit, their uh congregation lay ministers uh to provide volunteer uh peer to peer uh support through our, our monthly gatherings and workshops.
2: That's awesome. Definitely plenty of opportunities. Y'all are doing so much. Uh, and I know, uh, the community are, is very thankful for that. So I uh, will think the most recent upcoming one besides the arch you mentioned was December 14th at St. Mark the Evangelist, mm-hmm. uh, in Plano. So, um, if you're looking for some healing, that's a great opportunity. Um, Shelley, thank you so much for coming with us. Before I let you go, um, just, do you mind me asking, like, what got you originally into this kind of ministry? You know, um, I, uh, <laughs> I followed God's call. That's the easiest way to put it. Uh, uh,
1: I have worked in nonprofit and worked in professional ministry for several years after a long career in uh, marketing and uh, corporate uh, training. And I just walked into um, a connection to serving others. And this just found uh, a place in my heart that I really didn't expect. Um, but it is such a privilege and honor to be able to walk with those who are grieving, um, to feel like uh, we are part of what Jesus talked about as far as uh, the beatitudes. Blessed um, mm-hmm. are those who are mourned, for they will be comforted. We are right there, um, and we really believe at Faith and Griefs that uh, grief in community um that support is so important
2: mm. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. Uh, like you mentioned, it's so, so important. Uh, the Memorial Arch is going to be taking place November 27th through December 18th. If you want to remember a loved one, you can go to Clyde Warren Park and get their, their name on a ribbon that's going to go on this arch and join one of the thousands that are going to be there. And if you can't make it out to Clyde Warren yourself, you can go to their website, faithandgrief.org forward slash Memorial Arch, and you can uh, submit a request to put one on uh, so they can do it for you. Uh, Shelley, thank you so much for joining us, and I want to thank Ellen Meckler for setting this up. That was uh, good, perfect timing right around the holidays to have you on to talk about this, and uh, keep up the good work.
1: Well, thank you so much, and have a wonderful day, and thanks to all the listeners, and have a very
2: Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Appreciate it. All right. We're going to move right along here with the Good News Show. We're going to take a short break. And afterwards, we're going to have former Congressman Dan Lipinski on to talk about the Authentic Leadership Foundation. We'll be back right after this. Hi, Julie Carrick here. I am delighted to be the host of We Sing Our Faith This weekly program shares beautiful Catholic music and deep insights of many Catholic teachings. Join me on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock Central Time for We Sing Our Faith. Here on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock Central Time, We Sing Our Faith.
3: Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day
0: Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at AbsolutePTG.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. This is Jesuit Father Robert McTague, host of The Catholic Current, where we bring Christ to the world and the world to Christ.
1: We look at current events through the eyes of faith. I hope you'll join us each Monday and Friday for guests and topics you can't afford to miss. That's The Catholic
0: Current, heard Monday and Friday right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern.
4: Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill,
1: and I own MasterTech Auto Repair in Plano. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. MasterTech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. Are you keeping a secret no one knows about? Are you worried your friends would reject you if they knew? We at Healing After Abortion understand the pain suffered by those who have experienced an abortion. Whether you thought it was your only option or felt pressured to make the decision, there is hope and healing available. Come join us November 18th to the 20th for a Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. Call us confidentially at 214-544-CARE or visit us at racheldallas.org.
3: Did you know the Knights of Columbus was founded by a priest to provide for widows and orphans? This was Father McGivney's primary concern in 1882 at our founding. Today, the Knights of Columbus has grown into a Fortune 1000 company that has over $24 billion in assets and well over $111 billion of life insurance in force. Doesn't your Catholic family deserve to be protected by a Catholic company that has your morals and faith in mind? Join today online and discover our Catholic difference at Knights.net. Join Claritas's Catholic Men's Fellowship on Thursday, November 17th for a whiskey tasting, cured meats, cigars, and guest speaker Brett Atterbury of Heroic Media. Brett will share insights from his new book, Your Pro-Life Bottom Line, which applies basic business principles to the pro-life movement. The event is open to Catholic men aged 18 and older, and space is limited. Register now at claritas.page. That's claritas.page.
0: Attention all commercial building owners. Are you having constant problems with roof leaks in your properties? My name is Mari Buford, owner of Buford Roofing and Construction and a longtime sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Water leaks are disruptive and very aggravating. We can explain how these issues can be eliminated if you call us at 817-329-ROOF or on our website at BufordRoofing.com. That's BufordRoofing.com.
2: And we're back, uh, from that break. <laughs> My name is Cecil Anderson, and this is the good news show here, uh, in live from Las Galinas. It's the show that we get, uh, to do once a week that's live and local. Um, I think we were having some difficulty getting Dan on, but I think I know what the problem was because of some back inside, uh, stuff that you might know, not know about is that we share a line with our Houston studio, and I think that they might have accidentally taken our call. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and email Dan and let him know to try calling again so we can get him on to talk about this uh this upcoming leadership um notification the leadership, well, authentic leadership. I was like, there's a word I'm missing here. Authentic <laughs> Leadership Foundation. Uh, so we have, I think, Dan on the line now, uh, which is awesome. So thank you so much, Dan, for joining us. I'm going to introduce you in just a moment, but let me just talk a little bit about the night Bring Out the Greatness, which is being hosted by the Authentic Leadership Foundation. And the goal of the evening is to raise funds uh, to fund character-based leadership programs for youth and educators. It's going to be on Thursday, December 1st at 7.30 p.m. And it's going to be at a private home in the Capel area. And uh, the evening is going to also feature Dr. Edward Shree, who is a wonderful uh, Catholic author and speaker. Um, And it's also going to be the first time that they're going to give away the award of The Authentic Leader. And the first recipient of this is going to be Dan Lipinski, who is a former congressman who grew up in the bungalow belt of uh, or the uh, blue-collar families on the southwest side of Chicago. And he was... Able to earn two engineering degrees from Northwestern and Stanford and a PhD in political science from Duke. He taught American politics as an assistant professor before he served 16 years as in the U.S. House of Representatives. And he was known as a common sense problem solver who brought people together and got things done. And we are blessed to have him live on the air with us from Chicago. Dan, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Uh, It's very good to be with you.
2: Uh, So first off, I got to ask, how is the weather up in Chicago today?
0: Well, the sun's out which is good for the winter in in, in Chicago. We got we, it was 75 uh 10 days ago and then it was uh then we got a bunch of snow and it's been really cold. So uh <laughs> I'm looking forward to coming down to Dallas and I'm hoping it's going to be warmer.
2: I you know, it's it's a hit or miss here. Today is a little bit cold actually. I think it's a little bit colder than it is for you all, but uh you know, it could also be 88 degrees when you come down. So hopefully we'll we'll try to prepare that for you, but Texas is a little unpredictable.
0: I I understand that. Um, so, no, oh, Go ahead. No, I was, go ahead. I was just I'm looking forward to uh to being there for the uh, uh Bring Out the Greatness 2022 for Authentic Leadership Foundation a- as a um as a former college professor. I, I know how how much young people are missing today in in their lives in you know things were different uh when I was a when I was a kid, and uh, i was blessed to have uh, two parents who really cared greatly about my uh, you know my my formation in, in the Catholic faith and the formation of of my character and I went to Catholic schools for for twelve years uh, and uh, it, um, it really made a difference and I know a lot of young people today do not have uh, this type of um, you know they they're they're not learning those things that uh, that uh, we used to learn when when we were growing up, and it, um you know we see what has happened to the the culture around us. So mm. I, I think it's really uh, critical uh, for everyone. I mean, you don't don't have to be uh, not just for Catholics, but uh, for all young people to really be taught uh, character in, in the true. True virtue. so I, mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be be uh, first of all receiving the, uh, the Authentic Leader Award uh, for my, uh, my work uh, in the uh, US Congress for, for sixteen years and um, you know, work I continue to do today, but uh, it's going to be great to be there and to, uh, to raise money for the uh, Authentic Leadership Foundation.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You kind of highlighted some of the uh, issues we have going on in our culture today. Uh, I think on the website, they talk a little bit about the culture stresses entitlement, not responsibility, feelings, not facts and ego and not God. Uh, and like you mentioned, a lot of the families, there's a breakdown of the family so that uh, the leadership and the morals are not just not being uh, instilled in kids the same way that they used to. So groups like the Authentic Leadership Foundation are so very vital indeed. Uh, it's kind of a big question, but I was wondering, wondering if you if you could nail down to one issue going on in the culture right now what would you think that it is?
0: Uh, it's a, it's a really really tough one. Uh obviously uh the issue of abortion is uh, was a really it continues to be a, a really hot uh topic after uh, Roe v. Wade was was overturned. Uh but I think that that goes more broadly. Mm-hmm. Uh Really, how we, what do what do we value, and what are our responsibilities uh, to to others? I was a uh, very unique, got more and more (laughs) unique in Washington as a pro-life Democrat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know, people would always ask me uh, why I was why I was pro-life and a Democrat, and I said, well, I'm a Democrat because. I believe there are things that government needs to do to, you know, to help people, not to do everything for people, but to help people out at times, and to protect uh, the most vulnerable. The most vulnerable is the the baby in the womb. Uh, yet now, arguments that I'm, you know, I I hear now. Uh, I was just up at Harvard Law School speaking last week, and I said, Well, what are you, what are you hearing? Why are, why are your you know your your classmates uh, who are on the other side and what what are they thinking and it there there's just a real attitude of uh, not just me first but me only mm. uh, it, it seems to me and we we owe one another we we have a responsibility uh to others uh and as uh, as you said you know from the uh Authentic Leadership Foundation, uh, the culture stresses entitlement, not responsibility. So I think responsibility is is the thing that um, is, is really most in need, the teaching of responsibility, uh, and, and not just um, what, what's in it for me. Uh, we all owe each other uh, a, a great deal, um, and we have so many people that uh, – have been responsible, who've done so much for us, who have given so much to us, and it's our responsibility to, to help care for others. For and I think mm-hmm. that's something that is uh, really missing. I think a lot of young people feel that, and unfortunately it sometimes um, goes to issues and goes to places that I don't think are, uh, are, are really necessarily good, um i think sometimes they're misguided sometimes they sometimes they're good but they don't get to the true heart of it's our responsibility to other uh, other people uh and to do what is uh best to, to help uh to help them uh and i think that's where you know that is part of authentic leadership i mean it's authentic leadership because it's not just leadership because people talk about leadership all the time but we see what uh uh, sometimes, unfortunately, that uh, that it leads to it's it's not good authentic uh,
2: leadership. Mm, absolutely, uh, I was just talking with a friend the other day who is a mom who brings homework kids from school every day, and one of the other moms at the school um, had on their community board had said, "Listen, I work full time. I can't get my kids home from school. Can someone please drive them the two extra minutes to my office?" And, uh, no one responded except for this, my friend. And, uh, and she worked out a very good arrangement to help her. But one day at the carpool pickup line, one of the teachers was like, Oh, you're such a saint for picking up all these extra kids and doing this. And she goes, No, this is not, I'm not being a saint. I'm doing the bare minimum for my friend. And it's it's and it's something I think you're right that we're just not very good at um, helping each other in our communities very much anymore. We are a very self-centered uh, community. Of, we're not as humble as we should be. Um, you kind of uh, you in your bio, you have this line where you talked about that you your goal was to build a bridge while you were in uh, running in Congress. Can you talk a little bit about what you uh, meant by that?
0: Well. I- to bring people together uh to re- address the the real issues that we you know have faced and are facing now in in our country um as a you know more moderate democrat but also you know as a, a problem solver as a member of uh what we called the problem solver caucus which was democrats and republicans who met every week and, and talked about okay what can we work on uh, together uh, whether it w- was with regard to uh, to health care uh, sometimes on, on the on the national debt uh, some immigration issues and, and we tried to see okay what can we do coming across the aisle Democrats and Republicans work together on to solve problems and instead of unfortunately our, our politics today seems to come more come down more to uh, well let's just blame the other side and uh, make the uh, make uh, the voters uh, dislike the other side more than they dislike us, mm-hmm. and, and look, I, I I ran for office uh, in order to help people. I mean that that's what I brought to it. That uh, you know I learned that from my father. My father was in politics for uh, about twenty five. Thirty years, and that's what I, I learned from him is, you know, the, it's to be a real public servant and, and to help people out. And if you're going to do that, you, you need to, you know, build bridges uh, with others in uh, in politics in uh, in Congress, uh, as I did, in order to solve problems to help make people's you know, everyday lives a, a little bit better. Give them the the opportunities in in this country. It's You know, this is still the greatest country in the history of the world, Uh, and I I truly believe that we have a lot of uh, a lot of problems today. Some that the government can address; others are cultural issues that uh, I I think. uh, You know, as as a Catholic, I feel really called uh, to help to uh, evangelize the uh, evangelize the culture, and especially especially young people. As I said at the beginning, I used to be a a college professor. I love to. uh, I, I love to teach, and I, young people have a have a real need these days uh, to, you know, I think to to be taught better than they're they're being taught
4: mm-hmm. right
0: now, and, and to really learn the learn the truth. Uh, and um, you know, one other thing, I'm I'm a I'm an engineer, two engineering degrees before my PhD in political science, but. Uh, in politics today, so much is about feelings and not facts. Mm. And as, a, as an engineer and as an academic, I, I just feel like, well, we, we've got to talk about facts. You know, that, that's what we—that's the way we're going to solve problems. Not feelings. That—that that doesn't really help.
2: Doesn't they're a little help fickle. They're a little fickle. They don't always—they're uh, not reliable. Yeah, I mean,
0: not, not, nothing wrong with feelings, no. but when it comes to when it comes to actually policymaking. You know, we need to have the facts.
2: Absolutely. Um, I saw an article that you, I think, recently wrote called Be Catholic First, and you talked a lot about St. Thomas More, someone I think you look up to a lot. Um And you mentioned that today, in today's political climate, his witness is even more powerful. Uh Can you expand a little bit on that?
0: Well, I think part of and a number of reasons why I say that, uh, one is that look we we all want to see our side win that uh, especially true when you are the one who's on the ballot mm-hmm. and and i I lost the uh, democratic primary in 2020 to my opponent because largely because i am I am pro-life and it's become largely unacceptable to the elites in the Democratic party uh, but also you know I stood up for issues of of family uh, and religious freedom and i I do not regret at all uh, what I did and what I stood for and like I said, I did not want to lose it, but there's an overemphasis today on, on on winning an overemphasis on we need to win the next election uh, or or else that's the, or else that's the end and, and I always say, look we are in a. You know, a, a as a Catholic, uh, I know in the end what the what the outcome is. Right. Uh, I do, as a member of Congress, I, I did my best for my constituents in and for my my country. But it was especially important that I stood up for the truth and, and what is right, and that witness uh, is so critically important. St. Thomas, More, St. Thomas More gave up first. He gave up his very powerful political position. He was the uh, number number two in England under the king. He gave that up. So it was his whole life of public service, all the power he had. And then he gave up his life for what he understood was true. And today, uh, you know, not too many years from now, we'll be at uh, uh, 500 years since uh, Saint Thomas More was um, was executed for for standing up for for the truth, and it's so powerful, more powerful than anything he could have done as a you know in, in the government. And I think we all have to recognize that we all have to recognize, and we need to stand up for truth. And sometimes that that means that uh, we, in the eyes of the world, we will be seen as a loser. Hmm. but we know we know what is really truly important and we should understand that the the importance of witness and that we all have the opportunity to to be witnesses you don't have to be a member of congress you don't have to be in any particular office but you know I, the woman that you're just talking about who who was willing to take you know out a little bit of time to you know Pick up someone's someone else's kids, and uh, that person that they were, were talking to, who who called that person, you know, a, a saint. I, that's a, that's a witness. It, when other people see what we do, and uh, as as we know, God God sees all. So maybe maybe we won't always be seen. Other <laughs> people recognize it, but more often than we than we know, people are watching us, mm-hmm. and, and we could be. Uh, we are serving as witnesses, and so we always have to keep that in mind. You don't have, to, like I said, you don't have to be in any kind of position of power for that to be, be true, but I think that's where St. Thomas Moore and his, uh, the, the understanding of how important witnesses is, uh, is something that we, we all, need to under, all need to understand and to, uh, and to live out every day.
2: Absolutely. We're talking to uh, the former uh, Congressman Dan Lipinski, who is going to be here in Dallas in just a couple of weeks on Thursday, December 1st. He's going to be at the Bring Out the Greatness evening that's going to be held in Capel uh, at the home of a local Catholic couple. And uh, Dr. Edward Tree is going to be one of the speakers that night. And it's uh, be- being put on by the Authentic Leadership Foundation. And uh, that is, I want to make sure I thank Darren Smith, who is one of the organizers and founders and who helped bring this interview together and that night is all about raising the funds they need to uh, fund the character-based leadership programs for youth and educators and uh, that night as well uh, dan will be receiving the very first ever authentic leader award and uh he was uh chosen for it for the very first one uh did you know about the authentic leadership foundation before you had gotten the award or was it just uh you kind of find out as you got the award how did what was your connection with the organization
0: well, I had—I'm uh, trying to remember the connection, but originally it was—I uh, think this past summer, sometime earlier this year—that uh, I was uh, you know, made aware of the Authentic Leadership Foundation. Uh, I have—I I, I have spoken at the University of Dallas uh, in in the past. Uh, I spoke at the uh, Fort Worth uh, Red Mass uh, this year. Mm. So I am, uh, you know, even though I live in the Chicago area, I am uh, getting pretty well connected in, in Dallas, and, and that's where I learned about the Authentic Leadership Foundation and the the great work that it's doing, and, and you know, as a former educator, it, ju- it just really, it, it's someone who's so concerned about the culture and about the, the our youth that, uh, you know, made me very interested uh, in it, and so I was... Uh, really uh, very honored when uh, they told me that I was going to receive this uh, this award
2: Hmm, absolutely. And, uh, just a reminder to everyone who is listening that you, this is an event that you can attend if you get some tickets for it. You can go to the website, authenticleadershipfoundation.org, authenticleadershipfoundation.org. I think the tickets are around $100. There's also some sponsorship opportunities. Uh, it's a pretty powerful evening. We have Dr. Edward Tree. I don't know if you've ever gotten to meet him before, Dan, but, uh, he's also a fantastic, uh, leader in the church, I guess you could say, who helps, uh, he, he did my, the RCIA program that I did to come into the full communion of the Catholic faith. So, um, very thankful uh, to him. That's wonderful.
0: I've, I've, I don't think I've I've never met him. I've heard him speak, but we've never met before. So. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So again, visit the website if you'd like to uh, get in on this fantastic evening and learn more about the work that the Authentic Leadership Foundation does. Uh, Dan, we just have a couple of minutes remaining with you, um, but I think there's um, a lot of people, a lot of Catholics who can get easily uh, drawn into, I guess you could say, the, the drama of the current political climate, and it can be very disheartening and frustrating. Uh, is there any advice you give to Catholics to how to keep a level head, I guess, in in this time.
0: Well, we have to remember, as it, as I said earlier, that look uh, we we know the we know the outcome in mm. in the very end. Uh, and I am I know a lot of people uh, get very frustrated with what they see. I, I'm I get very frustrated also, <laughs> but I, I I'm able to look I. I always go back to uh, St. Mother Teresa who said, we are not called to be successful, we're called to be faithful. And so when things don't go well for us, whether personally or in politics, we see what's going wrong in in our culture today. uh, God calls us to be faithful and to be witnesses. And, uh, you know, he is in charge of he's in charge of the rest of it, so we just have to continue to uh to pray and to and to work and not become discouraged mm-hmm. so i that's uh, I, I know it gets very hard, especially these days uh, but we just have to uh have to remember that we're, we're called to be to be faithful and um, god is uh God knows what uh, what what we are doing and um we uh we don't know what's what's going to happen in in our culture or in this country but we know what's going to happen at uh it, we know the what the end story is.
2: Mm, absolutely. We know where this is headed. <laughs> that, that's right. Uh, Dan, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you taking some time to come on our show today. Uh, we're looking forward to hosting you here in the Dallas area um, to have you come and visit again. Uh, if you want to join that evening at the Authentic Leadership uh, Foundation event, uh, bring out the greatness. You can go to org to get your tickets. I'll post it on our local Facebook page as well. Uh, Dan, is there anything that you want to let listeners Know about how, if they want to continue following you when you might be going to speak at different events, a website that I can give out for the listeners?
0: My Twitter handle is Dan Lipinski, L I P I N S K I. Dan Lipinski2 is my Twitter handle, and DanLipinski.com is my website. So, uh, Please uh, go there. You can see what I'm doing. i got to update the website. I do that all myself. So I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, about a, I'm a couple weeks behind right now, but uh, i got to get that done.
2: That's okay. I understand that. Uh, and so you, you started out your career to, uh, teaching, uh, and then obviously you did time in Congress. Uh, are you planning on going back to teaching or just mostly doing speaking right now?
0: Uh, I am. I'm, I'm not sure if I should be announcing this oh. yet. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you I, don't have to say anything I, else. <laughs> I... I, I I, I may be doing some uh some teaching at University of Dallas.
2: Okay. Um
0: and uh so I'm I'm uh you know I I I, I love to teach and so I'm looking to uh, see to do come back to do a little bit uh a little bit more of that.
2: Awesome. Well, don't worry. It was just you and Danny, it, uh, Manny and I, and just listening. That's all. <laughs> no one well, else heard I'll let it. You no.
0: know when, uh, <laughs> when there's anything official.
2: Awesome. And I would be remiss because I have a very dear friend who's from the Chicago area. If I didn't ask you, are you a White Sox or Cubs fan?
0: I. I should be a, C- a Sox fan because I'm from the southwest side of Chicago, but I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Good to hear. That's what my friend is as well. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much, Dan, again, for uh, taking some time out of your day to talk to us uh, and for coming and receiving this award and for all that you have done uh, for our country and continue to do. Uh, I do appreciate it a lot. Um, again, the website, AuthenticLeadershipFoundation.org, if you want to come out and see Dr. Edward Shree and uh, Dan Lipinski, receive the Authentic Leadership Award at the Bring Out the Greatness event in Capel, AuthenticLeadershipFoundation.org. This has been the Good News Show. Thank you uh, so much for listening. Again, we'll be back again next week. It's a share a uh, so make sure you are ready to call in to help keep Catholic Radio on the air just here in North Texas, uh, and if you want to volunteer on that day, uh, Thursday, December 1st, same day that uh, Dan is going to be in town, uh, you can do both if you come in the morning uh, shift, uh, 7 to 7, every single day next week. We would appreciate any support that you can give us. You can email us kth at grnonline.com. I want to thank Manny and uh, also William, our intern, who has been keeping the social media pages running. Uh, that's about it. Uh, and we will be back again next Monday.